Hi, friends. Welcome back. I'm Stacey Bellward, the host of the Connected Families podcast. Welcome to our community. We are people committed to pursuing God's grace and truth for ourselves and then daily working to pass that grace and truth on to our children. I'm so glad that you're here today. Well, I have a question. Have you ever lamented to maybe your own parent or a friend saying, my child will not listen to me? Or how can I get my child to listen? Well, I think we've all been there a time or two and really probably honestly, maybe even a few more times than a time or two, right, everybody? Well, I have two guests with me here today. I'm going to be talking to Chad Hange. He is a parent coach trainer here at Connected Families running that program. Chad's also on the Connected Families leadership team and also Lydia Rex, who's a Connected Families parent coach. And we're going to be talking about that question of when kids don't listen. They have worked with hundreds of parents and from many countries, so I can't wait to get their input. Together, we're going to get under the surface and, as always, get very practical. Chad and Lydia are going to teach you a favorite concept from our discipline that connects with your Child's Heart online course. The concept is slow, low, and listen. Our community loves that phrase so much that we put it on a sticker that's for sale on our website. Don't go all rushing over there. Although, sure, go ahead. I even heard that there was a dad who wrote slow, low, and listen on his arm. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later in the show. It's funny. All right. Well, Lydia, welcome to the show. Hey, Stacy. Excited to be here today. And hi, Chad. Welcome again. Hey, Stacy. Yeah, glad to be here. Good to see you too, Lydia. Yeah, we've done many shows together, the three of us individually over the years. So it's great to be here again today. Now, I know that you coach many, many parents, and I know that many parents probably have come to you with, my child won't listen, because that's often the reason that that parents come to connected families. They're trying to solve a problem. But I wonder if we could just start today with a role play. Like, let's just play out what's going on in people's homes when they're asking this question. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. We're kind of known for our role plays. I know both you, Lydia and Chad are, boom, you're on it. So Lydia, why don't you set it up for us and we'll just jump right in. Okay. So I, I'll be the parent. Chad, Chad's my kid who is just engrossed in play at a friend's house and it's time to go. That's how we're going to play this out. And how old, uh, how old am I? Uh, I don't know. Wait, maybe eight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. That sounds good. All right. Okay. Chad, it's time to go. Let's go, bud. Chad. Hey, what? Do, do you hear me? Hey, I said it's time to go. Time to go. What? No, I no, I'm I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I, listen, I already got your sister in the car. We're waiting. We're all waiting for you. I'm I am you not go. going. Chad, I cannot do this with you right now. Okay. It's time. We got to go. Put your step down. Listen, Chad, you get in the car. By the time I count to five, where there is going to be no movie tonight. No movie. Really, we could go on like this for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And I think maybe I would have gotten up sometimes in the wave has gotten a little bit louder or larger or let's go. And like I can just the anxiety rising in the parent, right? Because everyone's watching. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Everybody's watching. My child is not listening. He is 
blatantly disrespecting me here. Yeah. And that's yep. where there's so much going on inside of all of that. And um, we're going to unpack that and we're going to unpack how the parent was feeling and maybe what else could be going on underneath the surface. And we're going to get to both of you teaching slow, low and listen. That's going to be coming out in the show. So I can't wait for that, but let's just start with scripture because we love doing that. So Lydia, you had some great thoughts around that. Well, actually, when Chad and I were talking about this topic and we're talking about, oh, is there some good scripture about when God's children didn't listen right away? We concluded, yeah, much of the Bible is is actually God's children not obeying. So, <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> commonly in scripture, all throughout scripture, and not, not just kids, adults, God's children, his chosen people you know, delaying to obey or disobeying. It was harder to find examples of people who actually just did what they were supposed to do right away. Uh -huh. uh, yep. There are some, but there are few less, uh, you know, far less than uh, than the examples of people who, who didn't, who just ignored God or said maybe later or just flat out said no. That disobedience or that delay in obedience, it wasn't a roadblock to God teaching wisdom to his children in the long run. And so I think that's important for us to realize too, is that these these problems that we're having with our kids, they are common to, to humans mm -hmm. and didn't stop God from being able to teach wisdom and values to his children. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the most important pieces of my parenting is uh, lamenting to God that my kids weren't listening or they weren't doing the things that they were supposed to be doing when I wanted them to do them. And uh, just that little poke of the Holy Spirit's voice that uh, it comes at a very timely places in our lament at times where it just felt like the Lord is saying, yeah, I struggle with you on that as well. You know, you know exactly what to do. I've told you, you understand it perfectly, right? To to just do some of these basic things and yet you don't do it. But you you expect my mercy and my my forgiveness and my faithfulness every day and I give it to you, but you're having a hard time giving that very same thing to your own kids. Mm. That was a really important insight uh, and conviction in my heart early mm -hmm. as a parent. For mm -hmm. sure. Such a good grounding for our topic today and this podcast. Let's move on to talk about your work with parents that come to you. Both of you are parent coaches. I said it in the intro, but you've met with loads and loads and loads of parents over the years. And I know they come to you saying, help, my kids will not listen to me. And there could be thousand reasons that are under the surface, including very literally like hearing issues that could be an issue. But why don't we get to just what are some of the underlying struggles when you hear parents coming in with that question? Chad, do you want to start? I think there's a variety of, of ways that this shows up. And so just even like, what are we, what are we even talking about? We're talking about listening. There's kind of ignoring. Sometimes there's the back talk. Uh, there's just the straight up refusal, like in the role play. Sometimes it comes with attitude and that trips us up as parents too. Or we're just like, what? Where did that come from? Uh, but I do think there's uh, there are some some things that we can consider here. When we give too many requests or demands, orders, whatever it might be at once, sometimes that can be a little bit overwhelming. I think for me, I'm in a hurry. I haven't planned well for getting out the door on time. And now my problem is now something I'm pr trying to make my kids problem. And so it's like, come on, we need to go. And I just look at that and go, my kids are not on my timetable. They just aren't. 
And so sometimes I think it can be just a, a sinful response, right? Just just like we can be uh, sinful in our responses to the Lord, sometimes our kids just don't want to do it, and uh, we're caught kind of in that in that place of of sin and uh, missing the mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would add to that, you know, especially with young kids, especially kiddos who maybe have some sensory things going on. If a child is overstimulated or understimulated in a sensory way, and there's some dysregulation going on in the brain, listening can be really tough in those moments. If a child has kind of been triggered into a fight or flight reaction, turning off the the top part of their brain, the reasoning, thinking, learning part of their brain, and they're kind of in that survival mode part of their brain in a in the middle of a meltdown, it's really tough to physiologically listen in those moments as well. And that can be a big factor for a lot of families. So the struggle is real and there are a lot of reasons. There's a lot of underlying issues that could be going on. And we talk a lot as we talk about the framework and just checking in even with the Lord, like, Lord, give me wisdom here. Help me to understand what's going on and how to pull that all apart. But, you know, I kind of want to shift now to talking about the discipline that connects with your child's heart online course. So we're going to just pull information out of that course. This month is the month that we've opened up the course and people can register. There's only one time a year that we open up the course to the community and support version. And there's all kinds of new things that we're offering this year as we're launching that. So please tap through to show notes. The heart of this question that we're dealing with right now is really the reason that Jim and Lynn Jackson, our co-founders, wrote the course Discipline That Connects. There is a disconnect between parents' good intentions and what their kids are understanding and believing and therefore the way that they're behaving. And so Pulling that apart is just very, very important groundwork. And so I'd love to just unpack that a little bit right now. So let me ask you, Lydia, have you had parents come to you for coaching with bad intentions? I'm setting you up. I never have. I have never had a parent come in with anything less than good goals for their kids. Maybe those goals are, I want my child to become a successful adult. I want my child to, you know, be cooperative. I want my child to be respectful. These are good goals. You know, across the board, this is what we see with, with parents that come in for coaching. So Chad, what is going on in homes then if there's such a big disconnection? They have good intentions, but Things are crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I I think there's uh, one primary that I think a lot of parents relate to when I'm coaching with them. And that is oftentimes parents are parenting out of a place of fear or anxiety, or they, they start kind of catastrophizing their child's future and they start playing it out five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. And they're thinking, if we don't get this thing under control pretty soon, Mm -hmm. how is this child ever going to have a job, right? Ever going to submit themselves to a boss who's going to ask them far less kindly than I just asked them to do some things? Like, how are they going to live in the world? And when parents think through that lens, they tend to become more controlling. Or it's like, well, okay, well, now we're going to up the ante here. We're going to up the consequences. We're going to increase the pain so that you will stop doing those things. And that is, I think, oftentimes where parents find themselves at some level parenting from that place of fear or anxiety. Or I think sometimes 
resentment. We start thinking, especially with a one child or two, maybe in particular, we're just like, we can't do anything without you complaining about it. Really? I mean, we're going to go and do this thing. And, and nope, if it's not good for you, it's not good for anyone. And you can feel the resentment that, that starts to show up there. And, and our kids understand the resentment we have or the attitude of our heart towards them without us ever saying anything, right? It can just be my look an exasperated, you know, furrowed brow with the, it's all communicating towards our child. The last thing I would just say about maybe the disconnect here is that sometimes parents just don't feel like they have a plan. Like they don't know what else to do, but so they keep doing what they've always done, hoping to get some, some different result. We already know kind of where that path is going to take us. And that's what I love about the framework is it provides a, a path forward into thinking differently about scenarios like the one we're talking about today. If I can get control, things are going to be better. If I can just get control of this. Yeah. Then, you know, or I'm going to get the goals that I'm after here. And that control is hard because then as we teach in the course, often as parents, we show up and we call it fast, large, and loud. And that just rolls everything into this cycle of me versus you coming against you, which comes back to that question that parents ask, my child won't listen. Yeah. And part of that is because the pattern is the me versus you. And I'm just going to struggle against that. And so that pattern is difficult. Why is it difficult, Lydia, as it relates to a child's identity? Yeah. Well, the way that we discipline our kids helps them answer that found life question. Who am I? And so when I'm coming in fast, large and loud, if you think, think back through that role play that we did, Chad, come on, we got to go. You're embarrassing me. It's time to go. Mm -hmm. I'm sending Chad the message. You're a problem. Hey, your sister's already in the car. I'm waiting on you. I told you you're slow. You're not responsible. I'm teaching Chad a lot of things about who he is, by the way, I'm interacting with him in that moment. And it's so easy to slip into that as a well-intentioned parent with good goals. It's so easy to slip into sending those messages that really build unhelpful identity with our kids. This is so good. You guys, the things that we're talking about right now are literally right out of the discipline that connects with your child's heart online course session one. It's all there. We're going to go to a break and I'm going to talk more about the course and all the new things that we're offering, the specials that are going on. So after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to unpack the opposite of fast, large, and loud because we're all about tools and we're all about making this really practical for you parents so that you can use it and you can implement it today and tomorrow. And over time, you can really see the change that you want in your family. So we'll be back in just a minute. Hey friends, I'm here to talk about discipline that connects with your child's heart and all the new stuff because registration is open now. You know, as parents, do you sometimes feel overwhelmed, stuck, hopeless, angry, and not as connected to your child as you really want to be? Well, you are not alone. Parenting is a nonstop responsibility and you're right in the middle of it. Kids do get disrespectful and unreasonable disobedience. For parents, it's all too easy to respond by getting fast, large, and loud, just like we talked about in today's podcast. Well, Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart is a different sort of Christian parenting course. At the end of the course, you will have practical strategies for when emotions are strong to build wisdom and responsibility in your kids. Strategies that are anchored in God's Word 
and informed by research and brain science. Do you want to hear what's new for this year? Can't wait to tell you. <laughs> We're rolling it out right now. Here they are. Number one, soul care videos for your heart parents. Second, audio only options. You still get all the video content, but now you can go for a walk or sit in the car and listen. That was requested by previous people who took the course. The third thing is questions and answers. You're going to still get all your questions answered by our team. And this is new and kind of big. We're going to have limited spots open for guided check-in groups. These are live 30-minute peer groups guided by a connected family staff person. The groups will be all about focus is fertilizer, which means celebrating the wins and encouraging each other in the application of the material. Really, that brings faster change. These groups are built around the brain science of growth. The spots are going to fill up really quick. So if that interests you, go tap through to our website. Be sure to grab them fast. Register soon for that. Okay. Well, if you register this week, you get free stuff mailed to your house. I'm excited about that, but don't wait too long because next week, <laughs> that is going to be all over. So if you've been listening to this podcast and struggling with parenting, this is your next step. Tap on the show notes, find all the information about discipline that connects and register today. Don't miss out. We only open the full course one time a year. You know, by the end of Discipline That Connects with your child's heart, you will have confidence in your parenting that you did not know was possible. Go and register today. All right, we're back after the break. And as promised, we are going to move from fast, large, and loud to slow, low, and listen. We talked about the fast, large, and loud pattern and how it really sets us up to be on opposite sides of the tennis court net. That's how I picture it in my mind. You're on opposite mm -hmm. teams and you're, you know, you're competing against each other and it's not a teamwork mentality when we're in those patterns. And the thing though, is that as parents, sometimes we've heard parents say to us fast, large and loud works. It works. Like I need to get my child in the car going back to the role play. Chad, what would you say to that parent? Yeah, fast, large, and loud can appear to work because it uh, kind of creates that that fear response. Maybe in our kids, they're afraid of losing something. But I also, as a as a dad of three girls, at at one point, recognized that that uh, my angry or my fast, large, and loud response to my kids was actually teaching them to submit to angry power. Right? Like like here's this here's this man coming to you trying to you know, he's standing over you angry. You better do what he says. And I actually wanted my kids to be repulsed by that, to be like, oh, are you kidding me? And so I, I think there's a, there's a cost that is worth paying attention to here, to, to getting that short-term work, quote unquote, work versus the long-term view of building wisdom and guiding healthy interaction and relationship with our kids. I would just say there's a little bit of a cost. If that's the tool that you're going to use over time, then, then there's a bit of a cost there too. Yeah. And I get, um, I get it. I get the, the impulse to do that because we're looking generally for quick results or 
we might be parenting again out of fear, anxiety, embarrassment, whatever it might be. And so we just jump in and and we grasp at those things. But at Connected Families, we're really wanting to guide parents to a different yeah. way and to look yeah. through a different lens. That's what it is, right? Because sometimes there's parents, I don't know how to do it different. That's what was modeled to me. And yes. that's why we're here, aren't we? Like Connected Families, all of us. And we feel so passionate about our work. But there is another way. And guess what? For this, it's called Slow, Low, and Listen. And it's why literally about tens of that, like loads, million maybe people have heard it and are incorporating it. And we want to talk about it today. So let's start unpacking the opposite of fast, large, and loud, slow, low, and listen. So Lydia, do you want to start off with the slow? Yeah. So we just start doing the opposite of fast, large, and loud. So just slowing down. And you know, when I teach slow, low, and listen to parents, I tell them, you know, this isn't just about doing the right thing that's going to help your child. This is also about you stepping into what God has for you as a parent and receiving, you know, God's presence right with you in this tough moment with your child. So slowing down, if there is, if unless somebody is actively getting injured, take a step back, take a couple breaths, send up a quick prayer, you know, do those things to slow you down. And we have so many creative ideas that you'll hear taught in the course. Um, and, you know, some, some people's slow, low, listen, looks different than others. You know, mine might be, you know, closing my eyes and breathing for a minute. Another mom slowing down might be to make herself t- walk a lap around the house or do some jumping jacks. So lots of different ways that slow can look. And then low is just getting on our child's level, getting close to them instead of yelling from across the house, going over to where they are, putting a hand on the shoulder, you know, getting on their level, engaging with them where they're at. And then listen, we're, we're talking about listening to our child and also listening to the Lord. You know, what is the Lord whispering to you at this moment with your child? So slow, low, and listen is a way to, to engage with your child and also a way to be resourced by the Lord in those tough moments. Yeah, I really like that aspect of it. It's not a trick or a tip or a tool to manipulate behavior. And I think sometimes it's easy to hear these things and go, oh, so now I just, okay, so I take a couple breaths and then I'm going to get low. I'm going to sit down. Then I'm going to listen to what they're saying. Then I'm going to get that thing that I want. And again, I get that motivation. When I first started with Connected Families, that was just looking for ways to make my life easier. And so I think when we put the discipleship lens on, we put the modeling lens on that that changes how slow, low, and listen actually shows up in our parenting, that we're more peaceful, that we're calmer, that we're able to receive God's grace and truth for us so that then we can pass that along to our kids. And so this is a way that we've framed it up uh, but hear the heart behind it as well. This is discipleship. This is about us getting in tune with God and then letting that flow from there as well. That is so good. There's so much more in the course. And as Lydia said, lots and lots of resources around how to help myself calm as a parent and then even lead our kids into calm. That's a big part of it. But I would suggest we should do a role play. So why don't you two redo the role play that you did at the top of the show now with the teaching of slow, low, and listen. Sounds good. All right. All right. It's good. As an eight-year-old, I, again, I am just going to try to respond to however Lydia comes in, right? So I don't really know how it's all going to go, but I just want to see if I can be responsive to, to your approach here. 
Yeah. So we'll start the role play. You know, I've, I've called, I've called Chad and nothing happened initially. Okay. So this is kind of, here's what happens next as we go through using that slow, low listen. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to maybe say, Lord, what's the opportunity here? You know, help me to show up with, with your love and grace for, for my kiddo here. And then I'm going to go over to where Chad is. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and say, Hey, Hey bud, what's up? What you doing? What's going on in here? Mm, just playing. Yeah, you you have had such a fun time with your friend today, haven't you? Yeah, look what we've built. Ooh, yeah. What is it? What is this? Yeah, it's it's a house, and and then I I got some some uh, animals over here too, and I'm feeding the animals right now. Wow. I really like playing this. I I want one of these. Yeah, you know what? Why don't I take a picture of it so you can remember just how you built this? Oh. We can just add that at dinner time too. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, you and your friend have been having such a great time. You've been such good friends to each other today. You've been building these really cool things. And now, what what do you think it's time to do now? Uh, I don't want to go. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it be fun if you could just stay and play and play and play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I want to stay and play. Hey, I'm going to take a picture of your Lego creation. Is there anything you need to finish up here in a, in a minute or so so you'll be ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just need to, I just need to build one more thing. It's, it's right here. Okay. All right. You finish that up. I'll take the picture and then you ready to head out to the car with me. Mm, I, I, I suppose. Yeah, I know it's tough. I know it's tough, but we'll, we'll plan another play date soon. I'm proud of you for it. Just when, when can we have another play date? Why don't I go talk to your friend's mom while you finish this up and then I'll meet you in the kitchen. We can talk about the plan. Okay. Okay. All right. See you in a minute, bud. Wow. That went so different. So different. I mean, first off, I can just hear the peace in you, Lydia, as the parent. So let's unpack a few of the other things that come out of slow, low and listen for parents. What should they notice about how that role play went different? You know, what I was realizing, even while I was doing this role play is like this, that gave me an opportunity to enjoy my child a little bit more. You know, I was taking just that extra couple moments to appreciate my kiddo, the things he's good at, the fun he's been having with his friend and to really go in with kind of some affirmation there as well. And that just, it felt so much better for me as the parent than coming in like the drill sergeant, get out the door. We got to go now. It took a couple extra minutes kind of felt like it was worth it. I yeah. felt really heard and honored at the fact that there was going to be a picture uh, that we were going to show dad, the appreciation for what I was I was building here, acknowledgement of some things. So I didn't feel tense or pressure. I didn't get a sense that the demand was there. And the only thing I could do to to resist the demand is to just go, no, you know, mm-hmm. um, but this one felt you know, like, oh, I, I, I would, I'm being invited into cooperating here and uh, I'm being heard and, and we're going to make another plan. I got heard by my, Hey, well, when's the next play date? Okay. Yeah. Let's do another one of those. And, you know, Lydia could have just shut it down and said, well, we'll figure it out later. Right. <laughs> but it's like, Oh no, let me see if I can figure that out right now with, you know, so there's a lot of honoring going on in that role play for an eight-year-old. Yeah, for sure. So the slow you, you went to your child talking slower. The whole thing was slowed down and not rushed. You were peaceful in your own heart before you went into that. This is all audio. If it was real, I'm sure you would have been kneeling down high level with Mm -hmm. him. And that's the idea around low. 
and just getting eye level and really working to connect and then listening. And everyone heard that through the role play. You were asking questions and then listening to his response and entering in so that he knew you were right there with him. And that's slow, low and listen, everyone. And thanks for doing that role play and demonstrating just exactly what that can look like. Earlier, Stacy, the dad that wrote down slow, low and listen on his hand going yeah. through, you know, just going through coaching. And he's like, I really want to remember that. So he wrote it down slow, low and listen on his hand because he's fast, large and loud. And, and uh, that report that I got that one of his kids was doing something over in the other room and and uh, he caught his attention and he was kind of stomping across the floor. And the child who who is most likely to be the one in trouble, frankly, yells from the other room, Dad, look at your hand. <laughs> so he looks at his hand where he sees slow, low and listen. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Right. And it just and it calmed him down. He remembered. So I really like that that story, like yeah. intentionality for a parent that says, I really want to do this differently. I want to engage differently. And so that was one of the uh, the ways that he decided to do that. And with the assist and reminder from his son from the other room. But he was working on it. And he, yes, he told him. Yeah. And he cared so much about showing up different that he even wrote it on his hand and his son knew that. I yes. love it. You know, this it. is a different dynamic between parent and child, I think, where you've got a parent who is this compassionate team lead and the child is a teammate versus sometimes a parent feels like the dictator, the enforcer, and the child is the, you know, the squirrely little one that we're trying to corral. Spirited little ones that she had and cried through most of our first and second session. And I will never forget her showing up for her third session. And she said, you know, I feel like my kids are my teammates. And it feels so great. It's so different. Instead of my adversaries, they feel like my teammates. And that shift happened as she was coming in with this slow, low, and listen, these different ways of showing up as a parent that really grew her influence with her kids. As we wrap up our podcast today, what encouragement would you leave parents with? And maybe Lydia, you could start. I just want to read a, a verse from 1 Corinthians 10 that says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Okay, we talked about this a, a little bit already. This issue of obedience, listening, this is something that humans have been struggling with since the dawn of time. This is a common struggle. And the verse goes on to say, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And I hope that you are kind of hearing in that slow, low listen and that coming alongside our side of our child with empathy for their experience and wanting to honor them. We're really paving the way for them to step into that cooperation with us, for them to grow in their listening. So I think that's a powerful perspective there is recognizing how God deals with us and how we can then pass that on to our kids in this area of listening. I would say one encouragement that that I want parents to walk away with is to, to recognize that there's going to be moments where we're struggling and to lead with grace into those situations. There's also this opportunity to practice the the kinds of things we'd like to see outside of game time. And a lot of times parents try to teach new skills in the middle of the game. I think teaching skills during a family meeting or at, at a practice time where it's like, hey, remember, we had a little bit of a hard time leaving that friend's house, didn't we? And uh, And you struggled and I didn't say some nice things and it didn't go very well. Could we practice that over here? 
right? So it's, it's actually practicing those skills, paying attention to when they are listening, affirming that. We talk about it, connected families, that focuses fertilizer. The thing we want to see more of is something we should pay more attention to and give some more affirmation around. So I think those are just a, the practical skill building pieces. We can say all that we want is, you know, we need to stop this or he needs to come more readily when I call or whatever, but are we teaching the skills? And there are skills and our kids learn through fun and play. Practicing a skill at the park the other day with one of my kids and the skill was coming when it was time to leave the park. And so I would call him and have him run over. We'd hug, we'd high five. And, okay, go back and play. We'll practice some more in a minute. And we, we practice things like that. And, and it's fun. It brings the connection. And it's amazing how much you can build those skills outside mm -hmm. of the moments of struggle. And then you have a chance to practice slow, low, and listen with them too. What it feels like to be slow, low, and listening. <laughs> well, Chad and Lydia, thanks for being on the podcast again with me today. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Stacy. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. Our Discipline That Connects With Your Child's Heart online course is open for registration right now. The community support version is only open one time a year. This is the time to register. Click to our show notes to see the free giveaways and all the new items that we rolled out this year. It's been really fun. Well, we are a listener-supported organization. Over 55,000 parents like you listen to this podcast every month. Individual donations make the work to equip and encourage families possible. For more information about Connected Families, follow us on Instagram or Facebook or go to connectedfamilies.org. I will see you next time.